I swear. Wrestling Podcast. We're live once again for another episode of the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Andy Wilden, as always, joined by Andrew Lee Simmons. Hello, Andrew Roberts, and my name is not Andrew Lee. I thought you were going for a new, uh, a new thing, a new like a stage name. No, no. A new, uh, I did change my name to Andrew Simmons once, didn't I? Yeah. How did that go? How did that work out for you? Ugh. What was your nickname? The all-time great. The all-time great Andrew Simmons. It'd be way good if it rhymed with great. The all-time great Andrew... Mate. <laughs> Andy Mates. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, so, anyway. Call me what you like. Okay, Andrew. Yeah. Well, I, I hate I, I hate Andy. So You hate Andy, do you? Well, I hate him like in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. What do I call you? Andrew. Andy. Right. And. Mate. Yeah, and. It's just kind of one of those things. It's just, all right. All right, and hello. Sim cards? No, you never called me that. Simba? No, that's my dog. That's your dog, yeah. Simbo? All right. Abs? ABS, abs? Yeah, one day. Anyway. Just greet me. Hello. Hello. The A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast, we have got a fun-filled, well, we don't really, we're going to just freestyle it a little bit. The topic's going to be about WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season. You can yeah. feel it in the air, can't you? Very oh, oh, oh. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. That's good. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna freestyle a little bit on WrestleMania. Our memories of WrestleMania has gone by. WrestleMania season. It doesn't really feel like WrestleMania season, does it? Yeah, but it's, it's, all, well, taken a it's like when people say it doesn't really feel like Christmas. It's because we're 35 now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Christmas, it's our responsibility now to make it a good Christmas. Uh, okay, so, so, you're, so what you're saying is we should be getting more excited about WrestleMania. Yeah. We should be... Uh, yeah. I'm rubbing my hands together. I hope so, you can hear that on air. Yeah, oh. Oh, you, I'm sure you could. I can hear it through the microphone. Well, that's what I'm trying so, to get. So I just want people to know, like, oh, wrestling. Oh, yeah, we need to be excited. Can't wait for WrestleMania. You're going to have some fantastic professional wrestling matches. Yeah. Um, featuring some proper professionals having a little go at each other. It's going to be such a good good evening. Such good a good at- viewing. Good atmosphere. Well, it's going to be eight hours or something. Oh, bloody. I think that's one of the, the things as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's so, there's so much product now. WrestleMania, one of the... Big, good, exciting. When WrestleMania went from three to four hours, that mm-hmm. was bloody exciting, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but now it's gone to like four to twenty-five. But hours. imagine being ten and being told WrestleMania is going to be eight hours long. I'd that probably be a little bit excited. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I don't know. It's ten, ten years old. I mean, but then at the same time, being ten and WrestleMania is eight hours long. Well, I watch Raw every three hours every week. SmackDown yeah. two hours every week. Yeah. Two o five live every. No, we know one watches two o five live. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I like 205 Live. Um, I like to see what Spud's doing on 205 Live. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got. And there's some real good professional wrestling matches. Buddy Murphy, hell of a hand. Yeah. Which is interesting because when he was Blake and Murphy, I didn't really think anything of him. Um, no. I assume he was a Murphy part of the Blake and Murphy, not it's one person. Wait. <laughs> oh, right. Buddy, but yeah, sorry. I was about to say, no, he's Wesley Blake, but no, that's no. the other, of course, that's the other guy. So, yeah. uh, they so. were in a, uh, a tag team in NXT. Didn't yeah. yeah. Anything it was like, Alexa Bliss. Who are these guys? Yeah, Alexa Bliss was the best part of uh, yeah. the act. Um, I enjoyed her at the moment on a uh, touch of bliss on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, a moment of bliss. Sorry, thank you, Zoe. Thank God, I nearly looked stupid there. Oh God. A moment of bliss. Very really sexist good. not to know what that's. Yeah, um, and uh, we'll get into WrestleMania in a minute. Yeah, 
But um, what have you been up to this week? Uh, so Since we last recorded our fantastic episode with Finley Martin. Yeah, what a great, great feedback. How, how good was that? Hon- was really good. Honestly. I thought of loads so. of questions I'd like to ask him now as well. But yeah, I thought of a few we as well. Have to <laughs> yeah, we're definitely getting back for a second episode. But yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, I had to skip out after an hour. Yeah, rude. So, so I didn't have a... Uh, so, so I didn't... So I didn't listen to it until you uploaded it. So no. I but that must have been much. nice for you because you got like that same exciting feeling that our listeners get every single week when That's they it. when I they tune in. I wait to listen. Yeah. No, honestly, I did. It was really good. Uh, so what have I been doing? So um, just live. Had a lot of personal training this week at the school. So it's been good. A few promising upcomers. Yeah. The Portsmouth School of Wrestling. Uh, so that's been nice. Um, and Saturday was probably just a regular training day, I believe. And then Sunday, oh, I took training, and then we went to Northampton for the first time since the brawl yeah, tour. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Fortunately, the, uh, the for- epic brawl tour we've talked about yeah, before. Fortunately, uh, we had someone on top who wasn't Andy Boy Simmons, so we managed to get more than ten was people I the in the building. <laughs> I, I don't know. Remember. I just imagine like I do. I just remember like uh, the, the gags of you were the lowest drawing ball champion <laughs> of all time. So I, uh, so I beat Sticks, I believe, and I can remember being absolutely flabbergasted that if you're going to pay three wrestlers' flights, regardless of how much money they were going to get paid, three wrestlers, you're flying in three wrestlers in the United States, and you pick April Hunter, Slick Wagner Brown. No, he wasn't. Oh, there. was he not there? No, he wasn't there. Tracy Smothers. Tracy Smothers and Chris Hamrick. And we we love Tracy and Chris. Yeah. But just look at that as a business perspective of like, why? Do you know what I mean? You could have flown in anyone on that same amount of money. Yeah. Uh, you know, Which is going to be a lot, is my point. You know, it's yeah. not cheap to fly these guys in. Why you'd pick those, regardless if even they were getting a few hundred dollars a night, which I probably would assume they're probably getting far more. Um, but, you know, they, yeah, I think you, your, your money would have been better spent Elsewhere, God bless you, Chris and Tracy. Yeah, I think that would. Yeah, it was an interesting, interesting choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, oh, and April, more than anyone else, April Hunter. Why? Well, who's who's buying? <laughs> who is buying one ticket to see April Hunter? Perverts. Like, well, clearly not <laughs> because no one was there. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Northampton or Corby. But there was a. Uh, but it but was a tour. So the odds are one of them was Northampton. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. But one of them was like a massive legend. Legend Centre. Yeah, they I put out that. a thousand chairs. Yeah. Or something. And, uh, but as well, they were like, "This is this one's going to be a good one because we've done like a couple of nights of not good ones, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "This one's going to be a good one. This one's going to be a good one." And then yeah. uh, obviously, by a good one, they meant a hundred people in a thousand <laughs> seat building, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. was laid out for a thousand people. Because it's one thing if you've got you know a thousand seat building, you kind of try and do what you can. You make the venue as small as possible. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just that rookie promoter. Mistake mistake that that it blows my mind that first time promoters don't and I guess it's you don't know till someone tells you but like first time promoters will put out a thousand chairs yeah. you know without thinking because this is good we're resting in front of we've said it before we, oh we oh yeah I rested in front of some empty chairs yeah. you know so uh, yeah I think actually me versus James Ty on one of that one of those shows is on YouTube under the sh- shit ass wrestling <laughs> thing, so I'm sounds not suggesting right. the rest of the shit yeah, ass sounds wrestling. A, sounds about right. Yeah, but yeah. Well, who knows? Um, so, uh, oh, do you know what did come up again? Today? Oh, so when we first opened the wrestling school, CM Punk was a huge WWE superstar. Okay. So our big thing would always be like, oh, we're bringing this guy's kind of come train you guys to. He's actually wrestled CM Punk. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Do you remember? And everyone being like amazed, like jaws hit the floor type of thing. You know, like wow, CM Punk, he was super at the time. 
and uh, and finally, obviously, everyone's uploaded all the FWA footage, and so I, people can now see that. That's it. I put I put a tweet out asking for it. Can anyone locate it? Like what episode? Because as far as I can remember, it was on, and it was. Um, so yeah, James Ty versus CM Punk is back on YouTube. Was I refereeing that one or not? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. The only match I remember refereeing CM Punk versus Doug Williams one time oh, in yeah. Newport. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the changing room in Newport was like a corridor. Do you remember? It was like a long, essentially just a long. I corridor. remember it being like behind a stage. Yeah, it was behind the stage. Yeah, and it was just a long corridor. Like so, it was like a. Yeah. So it was very tight, and I remember brushing really, past, yeah. and CM Punk had no clothes on. Like I kind of brushed past his bum. <laughs> and it was really embarrassing, and he made a comment like, which was a ha ha sarcastic comment yeah. but I was just a young intimidated person like <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry yeah um, I think you were trying it off <laughs> well yeah maybe I was maybe you were um yeah um so yeah what have you been up to Andy oh well yeah, same as me you were at training Saturday went I was, to a, I was actually uh, on Saturday night I was in A&E actually oh yeah Calvin was here oh yeah, oh, yeah okay so, what uh, did you diagnose him with? Well, I didn't di- diagnose him with anything. I was like, just yeah, have a good night's sleep, he'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we went to the hospital around loads of sick kids, yeah. <laughs> which obviously doesn't help a sick kid. Were you in the downstairs? Yeah. So you go to the, you come in the hospital, you turn right. Well, you sound like a man who knows what he's... Uh, well, I was there the other day with Poppy. Wasn't yeah. I? <laughs> and... Uh, who just needed a good night's sleep. And uh, no, he, uh, Calvin had tonsillitis he okay. was diagnosed with. Um, and he's, he's got some spray which helps his poor little throat. That's what that kills him, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just sad, isn't it, when your kid's ill because they can't communicate it with you. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that's sad. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, the, the, the big memory from A&E was a woman walking around with her kid who's, like, coming up to Calvin, and Calvin's like, you know, I could tell Hayley didn't want him anywhere near oh, the kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And... Uh, She's like, yeah, she was projectile vomiting this morning. I've oh, never seen anything sake. like it's it. It's lack like, oh, of self-awareness. Go away. Yeah, yeah take, <sighs> your, take your germs over there. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, yeah, it wasn't a wise idea bringing him here because he's around all the germs. But obviously, you have to. it's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? You've got a, you know, you've got a, a responsibility to yeah. make sure they're all right. And like I say, like, they can't communicate. So it's just it's such a hard situation, isn't it? And mm. I think this, uh, this uh, you know... Dial one hundred or whatever it is. One one one. One one one. Yeah, because we did that. They yeah. well, they essentially just have a yes no spreadsheet, don't they? Yes. You know, so yes, no, no. yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and, and it's just like the questions. Yeah, yeah. And you just answer, and it's like, oh, computer says go to hospital. Yeah, every it's time. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my tonsils out once. Well, you only have your tonsils out once. Okay, I have my tonsils out. <laughs> I, I knew you only had them out once. And I remember the little boy next to me, he was he went down to theatre before me. I think he was having the same thing done. And I can remember, this was like 1994. And I remember the mum being like, oh, when you come back? Like, she, bless her, don't, I'm not taking the mic But when her. you go into general anaesthetic. Yeah, 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 sure. But the mum next to me, to the boy, was like, oh, when you wake up, oh, what do you want, a Man United shirt? What do you want? I'll get you anything. And I was kind of hoping my mum would do the same thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had didn't. started thinking, you were like, hot tub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it's just like creeping in. Yeah. And also, they promised me ice cream. I never got that either. Oh, because so. yeah, ice cream for your poor friend. Yeah, but apparently that's not very good. You should have hey, like really? toast or something to kind scratchy, of scratchy. Yeah, scratch. Yeah, I don't really know the the, the yeah. science or something. But this I'm is sure a, this is turning into a this podcast is wonderful, isn't it? If you've been listening over the last few weeks, this has been like a medical podcast, you could be a, a doctor wrestling right podcast. Now. Yeah, so many different, uh, so many things that like film reviews or like, <laughs> like TV reviews. You know. Yeah. Um, just so uh, many oh, we've got a hell of an episode about. coming up, haven't we? Where we're gonna. 
review. Yeah, we do, well, we're going to review some. We've got to see it first. Yeah, we've got to <laughs> look back at it, see if it's how we remember. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm talking about fighting my family. We could do a movie oh, review. Oh, I didn't realise we were doing that. Yeah, we, yeah <coughs> but I've still not even seen it. No, even have I. No. So we should. Yeah, especially some as I'm in it. Apparently a starring role. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, one of Hayley's brothers actually went to it. It was like, was oh, that your mate Andy in there? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did he go see it, though? I don't know. I'm just. It was a complete lie. It oh, was a complete okay. fabrication. I don't. Dis- I don't. I don't actually Understood. converse with the in-laws on a on a regular basis. No, you refuse to so. be in the group chat. Yeah, I do refuse <laughs> to be in the group chat. Yeah, but anyone who knows me knows it's that's not uh, unusual because I don't partake in many group chats at all. Um, I kind of I'm a lurker of a group chat and I just mute the chat. And every now and again, I'll see like loads of messages have popped up and I'll kind of dip. Dip in and yeah, dip out. Dip like in. this morning yeah. on our. On yeah, you our dipped group in chat. then, yeah. I dipped in, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've dipped out again. Stop me getting onslaughted by everyone. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so that was f- Saturday night I went to AME. Yeah. And obviously up bright and early for Sunday on a couple of hours sleep to uh, go to um, Northampton for yes. wrestling. Yep. And that was fun. Yeah, it was good. Good show. One of my favourite shows in a while. As afterwards, I think I said to you, I was like, that was a bloody good show, wasn't it? Yeah, everyone was, was kind of buzzing about it. It's just like, that. yeah, everyone was real. It was a nice, real nice vibe backstage on the show. Good show, too. Good crowd, good show, nice mixture of uh, styles. Yeah. Um, so. Who was your standout? Because I've got one. Brad Slayer, I like. Oh, for lot. God's sake. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, Brad Slayer, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I've not seen Brad. I knew Brad when he was kind of on the Portsmouth. Can I tell a story about Brad Slayer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when we uh, first met, when I when I first met Brad, yeah. I only met him once previously. Okay. Him and Kip Sabian came down to our wrestling school. Yes, do you remember did. this? Yes, I do. They yep. did a tag team match. Yeah, I know. What you're and saying. the match was yeah. very good. Yeah. It was it was fun, dynamic, exciting, whatever. And um, but then they did this spot in the match where one of them, I can't remember which one it it's was. Brad. It's a Brad. I'll say it's Brad. It might be. Kip, but one of them, one of them spiked, got spiked off of a, a move. Yeah. And then laid there. It was a backdrop. Oh, was it? So he got backdrop. And instead of taking the flip back bump, he came down on his, his head. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, he stayed there for ages. And it turned out it was a spot in the match. Yeah. But we thought for that second yeah. that something bad had happened because he sold it like re- like fair play to him like he sold it well he le- like he landed safely as safe as you can I guess yeah. and sold it very well but it's uh, but he never told anyone so where it was part of the match we were like thinking it wasn't and instantly like oh my god yeah. and then obviously we had to tell him afterwards like if you ever do anything like that yeah. you need to let us know mm-hmm. beforehand sure. so we know not to, you know. Yeah, that is always one of like the downfalls of being like a wrestling coach is when they do kind of like try to work you. Yeah, but kind of almost sort of like they think it's funny. I like a job. but almost not, like I'm not saying they did. No, but, no, but I think others no, but do. I think no, I think it's almost like a badge of honor. You know, if I can if I can sell so well, I can work. Yeah. The coach into thinking it's real. Yeah. Then it's. Uh, yeah, normally I just roll my eyes. At that kind but of like, thing. but it's. But that was so. That was my lasting memory of him, and probably why they didn't come. Well, why Brad like so? Kip came back. I don't like so. Kip has come in and wrestled some Red Pro shows more recently, and and he's kind of had a little run with us. Yeah. Um. But I think it probably if it wasn't for that head bump, where where we thought they were legitimately hurt, uh-huh. um, 
they probably would have been in as a tag team like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting, isn't yeah. it? But I was just like, oh. So that was my lasting memory of it instead of that was a fantastic wrestling match sure. that you guys have just had. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was my first, I guess, my first memory of him. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he, he came in this Sunday in Bristol. Yeah. He did a hell of... Northampton. Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> did a hell of a job. Yeah, like uh, I thought he was... Uh, yeah, he's he moves very well for a big man, mm-hmm. um, and he's got kind of like a funny body, hasn't he? I don't know, like he's sort of like lacking. Uh, I don't know, he's got he's got like nothing on his arms, so he looks good. He's big, he's athletic, but I don't know. Maybe he does. I don't want to be something. A little work on his upper body, <laughs> and then he gets in the six pack. Then he gets in the hunt. No, he was very good. It's the first time I'd seen him in years. In fact, last time I saw him, I said this to him, I said, last time I saw you was at car boot sale. <laughs> <He was laughs> All said, right, mate. You <laughs> yeah. were, you it was were like, I was just walking around as a punter. And you you just purchased uh, Batter's <laughs> Hell in a Cell off him. <laughs> yeah, probably. No. I last time you saw him, we extorted him with his childhood <laughs> wrestling figure for half it, wrestling figure collection for half its worth. Probably. No, I don't, I don't think I did buy anything from him, actually. Cause I'm sure he was because all the fingers were bitten off the, the toys. I've warlord. been caught by that a few times. I had a, I had a warlord, um, yeah. which I, I swapped some figures, or maybe I can't even. Oh, remember. You passed it on. Oh no, evil. no, I got some. No, I that was part of a trade. Warlord was in the. Oh okay. You know, yeah. And I was excited to have warlord, and all the fig- fingers were bitten off. That was my cousin Darren. Oh really? Darren. Let me tell you what I did. You're like I was, a chewer. I was only thinking about this the other day. So do you remember? You you probably won't remember. So the the toy ring. Some of them came with blue posts, some of them came with black posts. I only remember them ever coming with black posts. Okay, my so there was like a navy blue post and there was a black post. What but post did you have? Well, I kind of went through the whole lot in the end. Oh, then, so I was like, mummy, I must have a... <laughs> no, no, no. So, but there was also the yellow King of the Ring ring. Oh, I obviously went nowhere near that because that <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't know about it till well, I, I think saw I might it. Know about it. I never had it. Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it surprises me I, that you never had it. No, I didn't have it. No, I couldn't get it. I couldn't find well, it. That was around the time that Hogan uh, was in King of the Ring. Was uh, the was Zack Ryder? Right? Zack Ryder on his podcast. The theory is it was supposed to be a Hulk Hogan ring. So that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because of the colours. It came scheme. out and it came out around that uh, King of the Ring that Hogan. Lost the belt back to Yogazuna. Yeah, right? maybe, but like I don't really, I don't know if these timelines are sort of important. I think it's just kind of like, oh well, right, Hogan's left now, so fuck it. <laughs> Sorry, let's just put King of the Ring. You've on said S bomb and an F bomb today. <laughs> yeah, am I? To, yeah, you have said you said S bomb definitely. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So, uh, forget it. They thought let's just put King of the Ring on it. Anyway, so t- you talk about getting a dodgy deal. I come have my friend Andrew Jointson who I thought was the coolest kid ever because he's everyone called him AJ. This well, was long before was, the rest. Like before AJ before Styles. Long long before that maybe where AJ Styles got it from. I just thought it was cool. I was like, oh, he calls himself AJ. Like, Were you, you know, like, I'm going to call myself AS. AS. Yeah, we had a friend in our, down our road who, ca- who called himself. He wanted to try and get over because we had AJ. AJ's older brother was David, who was DJ. Andrew Campbell tried to get over. Oh, call me AC. Air conditioning. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Which just didn't really. Run I had AQ time. for a little while. AQ. Did you? Yeah. yeah. AQ waffles. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were in school. We had a f- like. This is like year six probably. Mm. We had a food club game, yeah. which came from I can't remember what book it was, but there's a kid called Fudge in the book. Okay. And everyone wanted to be called Fudge, but my friend David Gillies, yeah, who's now named he bags it, it also known as Div. Oh, yeah, Div. I've met Div, yeah. haven't I? He he managed to get the name Fudge. Oh, did he? And then my friend Lance Vinton was called Spud. Okay. Um, Long for the wrestler. Yep. <laughs> uh, I can't remember who else was in the gang, but I remember I was Waffles, Lance was Spud, and, and Div was uh, Fudge. Fudge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
Alright, so I'm going to tell my story about the ring now. Okay, sorry. I conned AJ. You you <laughs> did the conning. Well, so <laughs> I knew you were. So, so there was a so there's a ring with blue post, ring with black post, and this yellow ring. Yellow ring I never see. I've never seen it. I was talking to Mike about it. I've said I've never seen it with my own two eyes. Okay. So you so don't even know it's a real thing as far as you're concerned. It could be a complete a illusion. So I remember telling AJ. You had it. Oh uh, no no no! I told AJ. Oh, I've got a black ring. But what I meant was I had black posts, right? As did everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But I also had a navy blue post. So he wanted to do a swap, maybe for like some figures, and I said, "Oh, I'll swap you for the black ring." But I didn't mean it. Like I just didn't wasn't saying the black posts. Do you know what I mean? So he's expecting this black ring he's never seen, probably like WrestleMania ten or something. Do you know what I mean? So when we come to do the swap, he does swap, but I can tell he's. He feels cost, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and you're like, now nah, you've agreed to it now, mate, you've agreed <laughs> yeah. to it. Give yeah, me that Ludwig Walker. Sh- shook on it, shook <laughs> on it. I can't remember what I got in return, but I must have had another ring. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I did. I spent your territory couldn't run war games anymore. No, and I never did that anyway. Well, I had a WCW <laughs> ring in the cage. So I got that, but I got that when I, like, I got that when I was probably too <laughs> old to be playing with toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I remember yeah. being enamoured by my WCW. I preferred the WCW toys, the WCW ring, even though you couldn't really play with them because they were yeah. still toys. Mm-hmm. But I was just into my WCW. I like the I like the aesthetic of a WCW ring as well. Like, yeah. I don't even know why. Like as a kid, when I watched the, watching the two promotions, WWF, mm-hmm. WCW, the aesthetic of WCW was always something about oh it. in real life you mean? yeah in real life okay you know even like when they had that big yellow logo on the middle of the ring yeah, like, yeah. and I don't know I just there's always like something it. about that WCW aesthetic that I enjoyed oh, how many times I said aesthetic in the last minute know. you're not saying it right so go on aesthetic aesthetic yeah yeah, you're, you're aesthetic aesthetic oh, aesthetic whatever. yeah so there you go that's how I conned young Andrew Joinson Whose mum now comes in the shop, gets papers. Oh, really? Yeah. She probably remembers that in the back <laughs> of her head. She does, yeah. He has probably went home crying. PJ, she would be. Pam. Yeah. 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 No, I think he was quite happy, but I, you know, he, I think he was expecting. I think you're just room. telling yourself that he was quite happy, and you're doing that thing you do where you kind of backtrack. Mm. You con that poor lad. Yeah. He's not on Facebook or anything. I can't make contact with him. I've not seen him since the week before the Montreal screw job. So well, he, might, well, he might not be over it. He might. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um, but also. Uh, Another possibility is that he is listening to this podcast. Well, you never know. And if so he is, AJ, I'm very sorry. And if you remember, he swaps back. If yeah. you want, I remember he. So his family, they'd always go to America a lot on holiday. Oh, I hated people like that. And <laughs> I, yeah, I used to hate people who went to centre parks. I bet you did. Oh, but not as a kid. Uh, not as a kid. I've been a couple of times. Like now. people like, oh my goodness! I never even knew what a holiday was. You know, the first time I went abroad was. Uh, I actually I went on a day trip to France. Yeah, how like, old? With a school when I was. I don't know, maybe year eight, okay. year nine. 12, 13, maybe, yeah. No, it's be 13, 14. Yeah. Right, I went day trip to France, and it, it was just so long ago. I don't even know if it's a thing now. I got a day passport, which was like a pink piece of paper folded with my picture on it. Really? A oh. day passport. Okay. Only good for a day. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then I went to... I hope you don't miss the boat. And, <laughs> and I went to Belgium uh, with the school, mm-hmm. uh, and that was when I was 17, Okay. It was definitely when I was 17 because we all got pissed in the... Like, we went to some... It was because it was an English literature trip. So, basically, it was like year 11s went on a trip to Belgium. Yep. Right? And I got I got my passport. My first passport was for this trip. Right? So, I'd nev- never been on holiday, never been abroad. And the year 11s went on this trip and there was, like, maybe six of us in our English literature class. Um, so, we were, like, 17, 18 we would have been, but I was 17 um, at the time. And uh, we... We went to the, so we had to go to the war museum and like the graves and, and stuff like that. 
and uh, but when we were in the museum, essentially they were like, you've got like maybe four or five hours to knock around this museum. Bloody hell. Right? That's a long we time, We went there for like half an hour, <laughs> and we went to the pub, because of course you get served at 16 in Belgium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we went and got pissed. <laughs> and then the rest of the, tr- the trip, the teacher must have known we were drunk. She probably felt smelt it on our breath, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then when we went in the sweet shop yeah. at the end, we, we bought everything, you know? <laughs> um, so... Uh, so yeah, that was only my second time abroad, and then my third time abroad was when I refereed for WXW. Oh, was it? okay. So yeah, and then if it wasn't for ref- wrestling, mm. I like I wouldn't have gone abroad until God, like honestly, like I if it, a non wrestling related trip, my first uh, first time I went on holiday was when I went to probably. I don't, I don't want to over-exaggerate, but I think probably when I went to Tenerife with Luke and Terry and oh, okay. Craig. Yeah. I and that was that was when I was like 20, 21. Okay. Yeah, so I had a rule that I wouldn't go anywhere on a plane unless I got paid to do it. So that was after a few years. I'd been wrestling a couple of years. That's when I got my first taste of being flown places. Yeah, you so I went to Italy, you, you went that. to France. I think that might have been part of it as well. Because I'd just be yeah. like, well, I get paid to go somewhere and three square meals a day. Yeah, despite the fact we just sold, we didn't do any holidaying at all. We just, you know, we're sightseeing-wise of holiday. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember uh, I went on holiday with, I went to Florida for the first time with a mate when I was 23. Yeah, so I think my first holiday was, two fa- my first actual holiday was 2012. Yeah. Like, Maybe 2013. Yeah. 2012, I think. No, because we went to Bulgaria in 2012, all the lads, so it must have been before that. Okay, yeah. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wish I was with you. <laughs> Maybe 2010, 2011 then. Yeah. And then, uh, and then like, I... But then, like, yeah. And I, d- I had... You know, the first time I went on a holiday with my sister, my twin sister, mm-hmm. was two years ago. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we've been on two holidays together Yeah. Now. And your wife ruined that, so... No, she didn't. No, I'm not joking. Only joking, Hayley. She listens and she'll know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she does. So, and if she only listens to 20 seconds of it, it's always a bit which will get me in trouble. trouble. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like a radar mm-hmm. she's got. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So, uh, so that's what we're doing. We got the, the Andy and Andy's 30 week wrestling challenge. I'm going with Ultimate Warrior WCW again. Okay. I think I'm going to take control of it again next week. All right. Know? Ruin it. Just get back to the... That was everyone's favourite part. Was it? And you just That's the highest out. rated segment of the yeah, show, it is, is it? actually, yeah. Like, okay. if you listen, if you look at the minute-by-minute minute breakdown, um, that is the, the best and most exciting part. Um, we have no idea what the... We haven't discussed this this week. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But this week, we haven't. So this week... So we're up to week number 19. Okay. And we are favourite storyline. Oh, <laughs> it's a hard one. No, it isn't. Well, not for you. But we're not going to say it because we say Bret Hart every week. What would you say then? Well, the Hart Foundation tour of well, the Hart America Foundation was Canada. wonderful. Bret and Owen was wonderful. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know what was good? Which was a little bit before my time, but I've obviously long caught up with it. I caught up with it probably within a year. Okay, I've got an answer. Yep, go on. Jake the Snake match, man. Okay. That was all right. That was a pretty the good angle. Like, not gr- just a snake, just like... I don't think they ever really paid it off with a pay-per-view match. Though, do you know what the though? greatest storyline of all time, in my humble opinion, is? Uh, Ludwig Borger versus Lex Luger. No. Okay, I'll, let me guess one more time. I was well into it last year. Uh, where? <laughs> last year? 
Yeah, and it's from a long time ago. Oh, okay. And I watched it. I watched the whole thing, like yeah, about four on. hours of it. Well, as much. Got Bruno, best of DVD. Bruno Sammartino versus Larry Zbyszko. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll be telling you That was uh, it, yeah. by far and away, I think the most. And I bearing in mind, I watched this like years later. Yeah. So um, it's uh, and it held the test of time. Uh huh. And in fact, exposed how weak promos are in this modern day. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah, that's my answer. Go on, you give an answer which doesn't involve Bret Hart. Uh, okay. Uh, well, the NWO was obviously pretty solid, but a bit, bit of version? a vague accent. Uh, when Bret Hart joined, uh, but yeah, but you say the NWO was pretty solid, but no, but pretty solid. Line, I was going to say it's like a bit vague. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, weird. So. The, like, and, and there was a lot of the NWO. Like, obviously, Hogan joined the NWO was good stuff. Yeah. But like, if you actually watch the NWO stuff, like, I'm, so I'm watching Nitro at the moment. Really do slag it off. Okay. Um, okay, my <laughs> favourite storyline. Uh, but it's funny actually because you crush it, smashed up by Doink. The Doink, the funny. I'm watching Superstars at the moment, and Doink's just appeared, and mm. obviously he's kind of portrayed as like, a, oh, that what a fun-loving. Yeah, but he turns horrible, doesn't he? he starts yeah, squirting yeah. people in the audience and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, you tend to only really remember angles as opposed to like big long storylines. But that that one yeah. where Doink. Hit crush with the arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and that led to that big, spectacular match at WrestleMania, which I'm sure we can talk about in a little oh, while. Oh, I could talk for hours about that match. That blew my mind. Crazy. Especially when I got two doink action. There's two boys. doinks. Yeah. And I remember it's an the illusion. line. I remember the line when Crush was down on the floor. He's like, he's down and he can't <laughs> get up. And I don't know why. Who said that? The commentator. Uh, commentator yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know who said it. Probably got to be Heenan, I guess. He's down and he can't get up. Yeah. I was gutted that Crush lost that. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's just go with that then. No spoilers. <laughs> what? So your greatest storyline <laughs> of all time is Doink the Clown and Crush. That's my favourite angle. My favourite. Yeah. Melina and Alicia Fox. <laughs> oh, okay. I was quite into. Um, I'm trying to think of something pre like '98. Really, uh, I was quite into the Ministry of Darkness of corporation. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, guess it, I guess it was me, Austin, and it was me all along. That was pretty good, actually. It was disappointing because, like, Rajar.com had picked it up as being uh. either Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake, do you know what I mean? All these other potential real. And who knows, maybe, like, Bruce Pritchard, I'm sure, on his podcast says, no, from day one, it was going to be Vince. Yeah. But, like, come on, give us something. Tell us the truth, yeah. Bruce. Give us something, Bruce. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I kind of felt that was a cop out. And especially it was a taped Raw, I believe. Oh, was it? Yeah. So, well, obviously, I had Rajar.com as one of the early ones. As Finley Martin would say, everyone got the internet in the early, late 90s, early 2000s. I got mm. the internet in early 99. So, by then, I was kind of well aware of Rajar, WWE. You had no need rumors. for the Power Slam hotline, did you? <laughs> What's that? You had no need for the but Power Slam hotline. It. Yeah. Mm. So, there we go. That's how I found out Vince McMahon was the uh, higher power. Some spoilers. Mm. Yeah. So, there you go. But, you know, for me, like, so I never used to watch it. I, I never used to, um, you know, read that stuff. Mm-hmm. I never used to read the dirt sheets, man. It's like I don't read. Do the now. Well, I read the dirt sheets. It's weird, isn't it? I read the dirt sheets now, but I don't read any, any fan <laughs> forums reports because no. I don't like the content. Is it just upsets Twitter? me. Mm. No, I don't even like on Twitter. I I read Twitter a lot, but I don't look up, you know, reviews and stuff anymore. Okay. Because it just upsets me, and yeah. I feel like I could argue, I could argue every point every day. But what's the point? Yeah, you just get yourself upset. Are you do about your shows or just wrestling in general? My shows mainly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
but I feel like uh, since uh, removing myself from that, yeah, I feel a lot happier. Okay, good. So, but anyway, back to the point. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I never because I never read those reviews or spoilers or whatever. And I never really used to watch Raw consistently every week, so I used to have to rely on someone to tape it. So it wasn't like when Bill and Sandra would uh, tape, uh, um, you know, the pay-per-views for me. Yeah. Um, when Raw was on every week, I couldn't get Bill and Sandra to. Uh, uh, I couldn't get Bill and Sandra to, you know, tape Raw every week. Because you know. you're too embarrassed to I'd ask. I'd be too embarrassed to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'd and I'd kind of feel like I was you know, taking the piss a little bit. And when you, in, in those days, you could only record what was on the, um, what was on the TV. So like, when I, when they were recording wrestling for me, yeah. they couldn't watch whatever oh they yeah, wanted so to watch I guess it Sky. probably was like that, wasn't it? You so, had to remember to put the channel on and that. Yeah. yeah. So, that's why, you know, and I remember one time they recorded, they were like, uh, I went to get pick up the tape of a pay-per-view and they were like, uh, oh, you know, like, oh, Sandra was watching uh, whatever. But there's a, we we did check in the, the thing and there's a repeat on on Thursday or something. Yeah. Oh, and this is like Monday and I'm like, oh. Right, that's it, mum. Call him Power Slam Hotline. <laughs> yeah. Find out. But like, there was no way of me finding, like, literally, no. apart from talking to kids at my school mm-hmm. who didn't really get it, you know, yeah. even, even when they watched it, they didn't really know what was happening. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was no way of me finding out what happened? I remember one time they put a teletext, a wrestling teletext page on. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't there the whole time. No. And it and it, and when that wrestling teletext came, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. All the news. This is how I'm going to get my news from now on. Yeah. I tell you, I've told a story on the podcast about teletext when I used to make a little bit of money at school. I used to go on teletext to get, yeah, the, get the cheat. I think you did because I I I mentioned how I found. Excuse me on the TNT teletext page. They had all the matches for Nitro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember once I tried to record it. But obviously you can't record teletext. Oh, but you... So I remember... So like my, video record it, I mean. Yeah, you know. yeah. But you can... Oh, but you could... When it was on digital, you could. Oh, you probably could right? then, yeah. Um, because I recorded... So I put into the WWF page when I had on digital, terrestrial... Essentially, it's terrestrial, like sky through your aerial. Yeah. Um, I guess it's what Freeview turned into. Yeah. Um, you know, when they had Freeview boxes, originally it was a company called On Digital, which you could pay to subscribe to Sky Sports and whatever. Yep. Um, and that's how I first got Sky uh, with my paper round money because there was no upfront cost apart from the box um, and then you paid like £30 a month to um, for the subscription and I was paying it, I was literally doing a paper round just to pay for <laughs> really? uh, for that so I could yeah. watch my wrestling. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, um, and I'd written in to the, or you had to like, I guess I must have sent an email via the telly Via my Dreamcast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is another thing I bought with my paper rounds. Yeah. Right? Bloody um, hell. Well, how much do you get a week for your paper no, round? No, so, so basically, um, the paper round I did, so I used to do a, a Sunday paper round, which was terrible, which is probably like, you know, like what Jade News pays the paper boys. Well, what would you get for that? Can you oh, I can't remember. But if it's one say. round of like 30 papers. Oh, maybe what it was two expecting? rounds. I don't know. Okay. But like, it was on a Sunday. I used to do it. Just a Sunday papers. My sister used to do a more regular one. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why I stopped doing that, but I wound up getting a good gig for the Yellow Advertiser, which was like the free paper, yeah, right, which went to every single house in in league, right, and you'd do like maybe a thousand papers, uh, maybe more, I don't know, like maybe six streets, you'd do 
and you'd get like a massive every Wednesday you'd get like or Tuesday you'd get a massive stack of papers. Would you go to the shop pool? No, they'd be delivered to you. Like a van would come round and deliver them because it's yeah. not from a shop. It's like the yellow advertising. Yeah, yeah, have like yeah. A, yeah. We have the Tom Viner's mum was the one who uh, um, organised it. And, uh, and you used to get a little pay packet, but on the Tuesday, so on the Wednesday you'd get delivered papers, but on the Tuesday you'd get delivered leaflets, right? And you'd get paid for every leaflet you put in. So like, for example, you might have a week where you have five leaflets that, that come with the paper. Okay. Right? And you'd make a fortune, like if you were doing, well I say a fortune, for me as a kid, yeah. like. What are you talking about, like 5p a leaflet or something? Or? Maybe, but like you're doing a thousand and you might have four in a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? But the, pro the issue with that is they'd come on the Tuesday all in separate boxes. Yeah. Then you'd have to put all the leaflets together yeah. and then fold and then so you do all the leaflets on a Tuesday night and the papers come on the Wednesday you then have to fold the paper you could even do it two ways you could have a paper bag because we had a little trolley yeah. that we put the papers in yeah, we right? still got those, and yeah. then you'd have the in a paper bag as well right so you could put either put the leaflets in the paper bag and when you say paper bag you're not saying a bag made of paper no, you're the, saying the paper bag, bag you put like a, a yeah. satchel type bag yeah. um, so you, put the leaf you could put the leaflets in there and then take the paper and then do one-on-one. -on -one. Or what I used to do to get more papers out, I used to fold the papers into my... Uh, yeah, you're talking like this is like re revolutionary. This is this is exactly what the new... That's what paperboys do. <laughs> They're just like, yep, yeah, cool. Put that into that, fold that into there, and it goes. Okay. <laughs> well done. Well, no, because you no. I'm just saying, like you had you had options of what you could do. Yeah, right? no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and so so my strategy was I'd I'd do the leaflets first, yeah. and I'd fold the then I'd fold the leaflet into the paper yes. and put it in the trolley ready. Yes, I'm not sure if that was the quickest way of doing it because it, the quicker way of doing it may well be of sounds like less faff. It, not uh, like uh, at the at door, your satchel, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. like do it all prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. I was being prepared and dishing yeah. them out. So anyway, I managed to get uh, a Dreamcast, and I, I emailed using a Dreamcast, which I think was probably expensive to do, right? But that was, the I think that was the first, that would be my first real internet access, a Dreamcast, or would I have had the internet before then? I can't remember. But um, no, I had the internet before then, but like I remember the concept of online gaming, which we could never uh, do. Yeah. Really. Um, but um, I sent an email via, no, I can't, I must, it must have been, I must have had the Dreamcast before I had the internet. <laughs> Because it was the first email I sent using a Dreamcast. And um, I sent an email about to WWE uh, when Rhino had just debuted with WWF or yeah. WWE. And they were coming to London, maybe. Okay. And I wrote, or maybe they were, I don't know what it was for, but I wrote an email saying um, something about about the man beast Rhino. And, uh, and I, I kind of just wrote, basically I wrote a Paul Heyman promo about the man beast Rhino how good he is. and how he's going to gore, gore, gore or whatever. Yeah. And anyway, back to the original purpose of the story, I recorded that onto a VHS. Um, so what? Because the, the, they put it so, on the because they put it on the teletext service. What the WWF my, official? Yeah, on whatever it was. Service. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, really, yeah. So they put it on their teletext page. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, in fact, I've just told it like literally. I've gone round and round the houses here to tell you all about it. Um, and what it was, that was after we actually, I did use my paper round still to pay for it, but that was when we transitioned to Sky. And do you remember the, you, you had the red button, you press on Sky and you had Beehive, or Interactive on Sky. Yes. You had Beehive Bedlam and all of that stuff. Okay, yeah, It was yeah. on their teletext service. And I wrote the email using my Sky remote control, not the Dreamcast. Oh, uh, okay. So there well, you go. Yeah. So <laughs> um, it was a long way to tell a lie, you wasn't there. it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I recorded teletext there. Okay, cool. So anyway, WrestleMania memories. <laughs> Teletext. 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, WrestleMania memories. So we just thought we'd share a few things. We've got a few. That took a long while to tell that story as well. That's it did, didn't it? It, it was worth it in the end, wasn't it? It was still wrestling related, so we're yeah. okay. Loosely. Um, so WrestleManias. So, uh, well, yeah, we thought we'd just tell some funny, uh, some stories might not be we'll funny. Just, we, we, so, like, well, I think we want to emphasise the fact that we're professional wrestling fans. Okay? Yes, who've been and following uh, it for, for a very long, long time. A very long time. Yep. And, um, and WrestleMania, of but course. If, but, but can I just quickly add, so I've told you before how we used to call Aviv, well, my Anne, corporate ministry boy. <laughs> corporate ministry boy, because that's when he got into WWF as well, around the time of the corporate ministry. And we used to laugh how he's like a brand new wrestling fan. So Finley Martin <laughs> might say, "Oh, you boys have only been watching since WrestleMania 8. You know, yeah, he'd laugh, oh, at, like laugh he'd at that, yeah. laugh at that, laugh at that premise. He'd so, call yeah. us uh, Sid Justice boys, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, Papa Shango boys. Yeah, I'd love to be a Papa Shango boy. He was brilliant. He'd call you a Crush boy, wouldn't he? You? I'm not sure Crush was on WrestleMania, right? Well, no, but he. I'm just talking about uh, the vignettes you love. He should have been. They were good. Um, yeah. So the first one. Do you remember the first WrestleMania you saw? Not not like uh, not like the first WrestleMania I watched in its entirety was WrestleMania Nine. Okay, yeah. Um, but they, obviously you didn't. And I, but I may have watched a VHS before then because I have. So WrestleMania Nine was for sure the first WrestleMania I watched in its entirety when it was current. Yeah, right. That's my question. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So when it was current, you were like, right, WrestleMania Nine's coming up. I need to get older. Yes. WrestleMania Nine. But what I will tell you though is yeah. in terms of VHSs, and I can't tell you a timeline on VHSs, but obviously I remember the Silver Vision VHSs, Purple Case, yeah. right? And I knew even then that WrestleManias were the best VHS cassettes to have. Like even as a kid, like WrestleMania, I need WrestleManias. Right? Because you like the purple or because... You... I guess it, like, I guess the purple is kind of, it looks kind of, it looked important, didn't it? Looked it looked cool. And yeah, like yeah. the Roman numerals, mm-hmm. which obviously, I think they've lost now, haven't they? Or they still I don't know. Actually. I don't know. Um, but Roman numerals, um, I don't know, it was just something about well, WrestleMania. I dare I say one of the things that made you know WrestleMania was important, WrestleMania 4 was a double VHS. Well, yeah. and I got, I'd got. i never seen one of them before. I was the most excited I've ever been for a double VHS. I think I might have got that for Christmas, I think, one year. I got, mine from, I got mine from a boot, so I was in year 7 at school, so I'd be 12 years old, mm-hmm. right? And I'd seen it, because you'd see the, um, so inside the inside covers of Silver Vision videos, you could see the little yeah. picture. I'd never seen it in person. Okay. And it was a boot sale. Really? Right? And I remember, like, so it was, I say it was a boot sale. It's where um, CNA used to be in South End High Street, right? Which my Auntie Mavis used to work. Did she? Um, but it, that closed down. Yeah. Um, and they replaced it. it. It was like an indoor market there every Saturday and you had the same traders come in every week yes. and you'd have one guy who would have all kinds of stuff on his stand but every week he'd have some new wrestling videos. So I'm sure, I don't know what his supplier was but like... Might be his son or something, wasn't it? Well, like, no, but it was it, it was like he had a consistent supply of new VHS tapes. So I got like WCW Halloween Havoc. Um, I remember I got SummerSlam 89 which I got that tape um, and so when I got that, that had... Uh, the, the the VHS, um, it said SummerSlam 89 and everything on it, but it had, you know, like, a, so to tape over a VHS, um, it had a tab, there was a tab. So if you bought a blank VHS tape, yep. it had a tab. Yes. And to keep it, you'd rip the tab off, right? But if you've ripped the tab off of the, the VHS to tape over it, you put a bit of tape over the top of it. Yes. And basically, they had this SummerSlam 89 VHS, which I wanted desperately. Um, so that was... Uh, uh, Hogan and Savage against Beef. No, Hogan and Beefcake. Be- sorry, Savage Beefcake. And Zeus. Uh, Savage and Zeus. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, and it had the um, the 
the uh, Ron Bass bloodied up. Now that'd be year four. That'd be SummerSlam oh, '88. Oh, it was SummerSlam '88 then. Sorry, it okay. was SummerSlam '88. Yeah, and it was Ho- it was Hogan and Savage against um, Dibiase and, and yeah, and then your and then it had Ultimate Warrior winning the championship, um, and uh, yeah, and and it, that had a uh, piece of paper in the tab hole. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, oh, mum, I really want this, but I don't know, like if it's a <laughs> and my mum like showed it to the man, and he was like, oh, I'll take it home and. I'll take it home, yeah, and I'll watch it, okay, and make sure it's a oh, so he's a fan, right fit, and make sure I put it like just make sure it's a got the show on it, yeah, and I was, and then instantly I was like, and like I'll put and he's like I'll put it by a few next week, and I was like, mum, like what if he doesn't put it by? Because <laughs> I guess in my head I had memories yeah. of, uh, you know, when cousin Debbie, I said to my mum about the Royal Rumble '94, I was like, don't uh, like, so I watched it once. This was one which rewound like when he said the winner is, oh yeah, yeah, and just before they said a draw. It went and rewound, but I never knew the result for like months <laughs> afterwards, right? And um, and I had memories of that, and I was thinking like I'm going to come downstairs and hide that VHS tape. But my mum was one step ahead of me, obviously knew her son, conniving little son, and I came downstairs to hide the VHS tape, and it was gone. And um, and then I never got it back from cousin Debbie, and then we kept going, you know. Uh, can we get can Andy get his tape back and she's like oh yeah yeah oh I forgot it I forgot it then one time we went to Cousin Debbie's house and saw the VHS tape it's like oh there's my Royal Rumble she's like oh no that's not it that's not it I can't find it and she taped over it really yeah so I so because of that I had that bad memory but yeah. I, th- then I was instantly like he's just going to sell it he's going to sell it to someone else he's going to give it someone else is going to get it but no he's good to his word he did he saved it till yeah. next week yeah. and you're worried about that all week yeah but anyway Wrestlemania 4 there was that double disc that double disc <laughs> double cassette yes um, and I saw it at that market stand um, and I'd gone to town with um, Ben Kenningale and Ricky Buck Right, we'd gone to town, and they'd been horrible to me that day, like, real horrible to me. <laughs> right, and uh, and I came home all sad. I remember like, I got the bus, and I come home all sad, and like mum was like, "Oh, why are you sad?" And I was probably like, "Oh, Ben and Ricky were horrible to me." Like, I was like, "Oh," and she's like, "Why don't we go back to town and get yourself that videotape?" Like, so, okay. <coughs> so you must have gone into town, seen it on the stall. I'd seen it in the stall when they with were with me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But obviously it was like, maybe it was like six pounds or something. Oh because God, it was, yeah. uh, double. you know, double. Yeah. Um, Rest of videos were always more expensive second hand than Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. Like, there was, people yeah. sort of knew their value to a yeah. degree, I think. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I went, I went back. Got a bus back and got the videotape. That cheered me up no end. <laughs> yeah, I bet it did, yeah. Did you have a bus pass? Or did you have to pay bus again? It was 75p. Oh, was it? Bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did your mum give you the money? Probably, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Um, so, so, but WrestleMania 9 was the first one you saw currently. So I saw, that was the first one I ever watched live. So I stayed. Uh, one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I stayed up with my brother Jamie. But it wasn't one in the morning. Do you remember they used to be at midnight? I don't remember now. Yeah. <laughs> well, not if you think that's Sky Sports, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were, on, they were on at midnight as opposed to like 1 or 2 a.m. they are now. So I remember staying up. Uh, that was the first one I ever watched. And being absolutely devastated that Hulk didn't win the Tag Team Championships. But absolutely elated when, of course, he, yeah, of course he got the big were. one. But yeah. then, like Finley Martin, I think, as he said last week, like he didn't like that at all. It was terrible WrestleMania. Yeah, but but I, I wanted to sort of talk to him about that because uh, I say, but as a nine-year-old kid, 
that was the best show I'd ever seen. Yeah, I loved WrestleMania nine. Yeah, uh, at the time, like I think if I watch it back now, I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. But I did. I thought WrestleMania nine at the time was brilliant, and even though some of it, like for example, I seem to recall the Hulk Hogan Beefcake versus Money Inc tag match going on forever. Yes, right? yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, yeah. because I was happy with the result of the match and how it finished, uh-huh. I kind of didn't care. I was just like... Well, you were happy. No, no I, were happy I wasn't happy, but like... You were like, oh, but they still won. You were one of those yeah, kids, were you? Was yeah, like, I think so. win the belt, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I remember when Jimmy Hart jumped in the ring and turned his jacket inside out. I was yeah, fuming, so. like, what are you doing? No, that's going to end up... You're going to get in so much trouble. Like, even though you've got stripes, just to make your... I knew that as... I would have been eight at the time, actually. Nearly nine. So, uh... Yeah, that was my big, but uh, my big takeaway for WrestleMania night was like how great it was, and obviously thinking, right, that's it, we've got Hogan back now because the moment I started my wrestling fandom was when he left. So to see Hogan, and like you knew how special he was, like so I, for example, knew how special he was because of the Hulk Hogan VHS, which was the first videotape I owned. Yeah. So, which had been that Christmas, probably. Okay. I reckon, yeah, it must have been that. Ninety-two Christmas, Christmas maybe. Yeah. 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 So WrestleMania nine, and then. Uh, I think it's a WrestleMania 10. I remember not being live, um, where I was only thinking about this the other day because somebody must have been talking about the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon ladder match. That's what it was. The Bruce Pritchard podcast. They were reviewing the or talking about the show, and uh, and they on something to wrestle with. They discussed was was there a backup if the ladder broke, and then Bruce Pritchard claims. Yes, there was another one under the ring, but Conrad retorts saying, "Oh, well, the rumor, the story was there was only one ladder. So what would you've done?" Anyway, I can just remember getting a very grammatic, a very good grammatic call lesson, rather ironic. I don't know what to say. Grammatical lesson where my grandpa, who was very well educated, was absolutely fuming with the American commentators where they weren't saying the ladder is broken; they were saying the ladder is broke. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He's like, broke, broke. The ladder is broken. Like, absolutely fuming, like a proper <laughs> like old granddad, you know, grandpa type. So, um, yeah. But, uh, but at least he gets upset about that. Like current granddads get upset about all them people coming in and <laughs> taking our jobs. Yeah, that's true enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a couple of generations uh, before then. So obviously, I don't think WrestleMania 10 was live. WrestleMania 11 was live. I can remember watching that, but I just watched that on my own because my brother would l- had, had long <laughs> had long lost interest by that. Part. I was able to watch WrestleMania 11. We're not going to go through year by year. No, um, but I remember watching WrestleMania 11 with my sister, and I want to say the, the way I managed to con my sister into it because I used to want to watch it with someone. <laughs> I was had a twin sister, and I I managed to con her into watching it because I, was it Salt and Pepper? Yeah, yeah. They. They rapped out LT, go, yeah. LT, go, yeah. LT, go. And that was the way I was able to get her to watch it with me. The same she way... She liked salt and pepper. Uh, yeah, she must have done, yeah. yeah. But the same way that I was able to mug her into watching D-Generation X, the pay-per-view, because I told her that the, <laughs> so- I told her that the song that was being used was Generation X by the Spice Girls, <laughs> which was a, a song they released, I think, as an extra, as like a, maybe a f- if you collected so many so things Pepsi of Pepsi can. Max, yeah, yeah, so many right. ring pulls, you got the, yeah. the, the Generation X. Say that, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. a CD. Yeah. I probably don't anymore, but... Uh, but yeah, and I managed to con her into to watching <laughs> D Generation X because I was like, yeah, it's like Generation X, Generation X. And then what, how did you explain that one? I was like, well, they must have just changed the song. I said that was that was the original advert, but I think like a, I think oh that there was a, um, you know, D Generation X has become a thing now, so yeah. I think they must have changed you can't it. Use the Spice Girls. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Um, and also, in watching wrestling with my sister at WrestleMania, I think I may have told it before. Um, we watched. WrestleMania 6 with Warrior and Hogan 
as a VHS from RNC videos. Um, and she had a Hulk Hogan figure and I had an Ultimate Warrior video figure. And I remember just celebrating like, yeah. Did you know Warrior was going to win? No. No? I literally had no clue. I was a child. Like, I, I like, so that's, so that's what I mean. With the old WrestleMania. But I thought, like, if you actually didn't watch it at the time, surely you probably no, knew that Warrior no had been champion. And no clue. No? Okay. Like, when, when I watched it, I had no clue. And no clue of time frame, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. so but maybe Warrior was, had been champion, but, you know, uh, who knows? Yeah. You know, Sergeant Slaughter had been champion. You know, yeah. Like I didn't. I just didn't know. Yeah, beat Warrior. Yeah. I just had no. But I had no concept of a timeline. So even if it was like, for example, even if it was like um, Royal Rumble '92, WrestleMania, not, uh, WrestleMania eight, I'd have no concept that that was in the same yeah. timeline. Okay. You know, um, and I didn't really have a chance to study the VHS tapes because, as I was saying before, when you got the videos from the rental places. You'd take the box from the shelf and give it to them, and they'd put your. You'd get the disc. You wouldn't even know what the matches were. No, <laughs> you? you wouldn't. Yeah. You'd get the box back. You'd get it in a, in their branded box back. Yes. Yep. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So we had uh, we each had an action figure uh-huh. of that, um, and I also remember um, when an, uh, it, this must have been a bit later because I remember taping SummerSlam '95. I rented it from. Uh, from a, it was a new video store opened. It was in Lee Broadway. I can't remember its name, um, but it was on the corner of uh, in Lee Broadway and uh, the first corner opposite the Grand Pub. And uh, they had a big selection of wrestling VHS tapes. And I got SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam '95 with Vader and Michaels, or was that '96? Yeah. So I got SummerSlam '96 from there, and I I recorded it onto. I'd Another learn, video, yeah, two, VH- video. Yeah. two, two VCRs. Because yeah. by this time it was like in the tape trading days, so I was a bit older, obviously. Yeah. But I like a lot of that '96 period. I didn't really watch a lot of stuff, but I yeah, I managed. I rented a VHS right. from this shop. Yep. And copied it on onto my own VHS. <laughs> oh, really? So then I owned that VHS. Business, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fair play. So yeah, yeah. I, I can remember. So 1992 was a particularly confusing period for a new wrestling fan. Because I got WrestleMania 7 that year on VHS. Warrior had gone, but Savage was still around. So when it was a retirement match, and I'm watching it for the oh, first I time. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm assuming Savage, Savage won. Savage won, yeah. But he didn't when Warrior won. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I remember recreating the moves with my toys. That's what it was. I remember thinking, oh, Randy Savage is going to win this any moment now. But of course he didn't. But of no. course, if you're just a kid who's just catching up, you'd think... Well, Warrior's not around anymore, so but Savage is yeah, champion. So, so yeah. we're about to be champion. So, uh, yeah, so about uh, to be champion, as if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I predicted the future. Um, yeah, so that was a that was a, a good time. I just love those pu- purple VHS tapes, the Thunderbolts. Brilliant. Yeah, I remember. I think WrestleMania Eight was. I never owned that as VHS. Either. It's a shame they stopped that, isn't it? But that's what's going to be my point. Like, I think when WrestleMania Nine came out, that's when that that was the last one. Yeah, that would. Yeah, Eight yeah, yeah. was the last one with the. Yeah, because I remember having eventually kind of collecting them all again through markets and boot sales and stuff when I was a bit older, looking at all these WrestleMania one to eight, uh, except for eight because never had it. Like I said, five one to seven. I was thinking, oh, this looks really cool actually. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, a, I had a little glass cabinet when I got again when I got so this when I got to like twelve thirteen. This is yeah. when I turned into a right loser. Yeah, um, and yeah, I had like a glass cabinet which had all my. VHS's like it was like a kind of display. I guess it was a drinks cabinet. I guess, yeah. but it was like a display cabinet that I had in my bedroom. Okay. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I had all my VHSs lined up, and then on, and then I had like the action figures on the top, and uh-huh. it was yeah. Do you have any pictures? Of that? I know you got, you had pictures, but I didn't really take a lot of pictures as a kid. But I don't know. Maybe I've got like a, a lot of albums in my house, and my yeah. sister's got some as well. So we split our family photo albums in two. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll have to have a look, see what I've got, and then have a look, see what she's got. But um, but yeah, I want to go. Like one of the things I need to do now is go through all my old stuff. Um, start to get ruthless with some of it. Um, and uh, I'll come help you out. And no, you'll be thieving. You'll WWF magazines. You'll be thieving. <laughs> no, I'll be reading. Um, so yeah, so I'd love to look through some of those old pictures if I can find them, because my sister may have them. But yeah, we'll get one on Instagram. Yeah, I'll try. I'm trying to do Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So I remember uh, being my mum and dad had gone away for WrestleMania 15. So I'm trying to think maybe my brothers weren't around either because I had like 10 mates around. It was all like a big deal. We were all going to Were you Simmons's allowed? Did you I don't think so. I don't think I knew I wouldn't really be in trouble about it, but I had not. You'd never get in trouble for anything. I just didn't just ask permission. Yeah, that mum's always pretty cool. She's, she always says, we, uh, you know, I have an open house, so, you know. So you're like, let's go over there now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's invite the boys. Well, I think I went around there with a few lads the other day. I was just like, mum, do you mind if we cook some dinner? She was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, no, she's all right. Um, so anyway, uh, a few lads around and a few of us watch. I think it was kind of like that where you kind of split in two groups. So you had like one group who loved WWF and then the others who just kind of came along for a laugh because yeah. everyone else was going. So the ones who were, oh, what are they, maybe, no, actually the, the groups might have been, there was me who was absolutely obsessed with it and nine people who just <laughs> kind of like come along for a laugh. So I think I ended up watching it on my own in my really? brother's room. Because they all kept talking, and that was winding me up so much. So you watched it on your own, and everyone just used you for a house sat party. Down, yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, you know, I uh, just in the subject of houseways, I remember like in the not like I guess when during the Attitude Era. Yeah. So again, obviously, still never had Sky, um, and the only way I could watch up to date episodes of Raw, like all of a sudden, all my friends loved it, and I kind of didn't like that my friends loved it. Yeah, that was because the they new weren't thing, re- wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but they weren't real fans. You know what I mean? They sure. were like. Well, that's glory, what I was dealing with. Glory yeah. hunters, yeah, yeah. right? But they, um, but again, this is actually Tom, Tom Viner's house. They used to watch who, whose mum was a paper lady. Okay. Um, they, uh, they used to watch it around his every Friday. Yeah. Right. So I went a couple of Fridays. Oh, and they used to play wrestling as well. I was like, oh, yeah. which I wasn't really into. But like, there was like shoot wrestling. But what, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Ju- just like kid wrestling, yeah. is it? Like, I'd always I'll pretend to. But I'd always win with a side. Just don't hurt. Me. I'd win with a side headlock. Oh, no, yeah. sh- literally shoot wrestling. You oh, fight. Okay. You'd either try to pin your opponent's shoulders to the mat. Yeah. Or you'd, uh, or you'd try to submit them. Okay. And like, you'd cooperate for moves, but ultimately you were trying to win the, mm-hmm. win the match. Yeah. And I was a European champion. I submitted everyone <laughs> with my side headlock. <laughs> Did you really? Um, it was only the other day at training. I was saying you'll never see. I said you could win a match with a headlock. Do you know, like physically, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could, because come over here, I'll squeeze your head. As, do you know what I mean? I like, always used to do a side headlock. But yeah, okay. And like, if anyone tried you're to, a champion. And if anyone tried to headlock me, I, I had a, a counter for the side headlock as well. Yeah. I could turn it into an armbar, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll show you later. If you, you, you can't do it properly. You can't do it on me. But no, but I'll show you, to. like, okay. what I did. All right, well, film it and put it on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so you said you went around your mate's house. Yeah, oh, okay. They weren't yeah. real wrestling fans. But anyway, in order to be accepted as a part of this group, I had to pretend to like heavy metal music. Oh and do you remember the channel Kerrang? Yeah, yeah. And all just like, rah, 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 shouting. Yeah. And they were all like, yeah. And to me, like music's like Elton John and yeah, Lionel yeah. Richie. Uh-huh. Not like 
heavy Good metal ways. and stuff like Slipknot and yeah. whoever else. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had to pretend to. <laughs> I had to tolerate like two hours of screaming just what, so every I could Friday watch. night. Well, I only went a few times, but I just couldn't like yeah. couldn't pretend to like it. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I had to tolerate that in order to watch an episode of Monday Night Raw. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be worth it. Well, it probably was worth it, but yeah. I well, it's, it's all I had. I had to yeah, cling onto yeah. it somehow. And then fortunately, I met uh, so then, uh, John and Graham Clark, twins from my school. They uh, they used to be big fans, and they were actually quite nice lads. And they wound up they used to tape it for me. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. James Kalala, he's another one who tapes it for me a few times yeah yeah then they all grew out of it and like with James and John I used to trade that like so they'd bring me in the modern like you know this week's Raw yeah and I'd trade them I'd bring them in an old oh okay tape yeah, yeah. yeah. and then we'd switch back mm-hmm. you know so that I think they had two videotapes they'd just tape over okay and then yeah I'd I'd swap see I'd bring in something for them to watch you yeah. know Given oh, the benefit nice. of my collection yeah, yeah so thanks John and Graham that's right my, my biggest memory of sort of wrestling with my friends, not actually wrestling, like watching wrestling, was I stupidly made the mistake of inviting Rob Cook and Tom Jenkins. Oh, not Rob Cook. Yeah. When, uh, you probably would have met Tom, actually. I don't know if you'd have met Rob. I've not seen Rob in 20 years. Uh, I invited them around when the Owen Hart Raw. And to them, it was all just a big joke. Do you know what I mean? Like, not to say they were laughing at the guy died, but like, one bit where Jeff Jarrett breaks down during mid interview and they're like laughing. Well, it's very hard because you don't know. Again, like as kids, you don't know the gravity of the situation, but also you don't know what's real and what's fake. Yeah, well, that's it. Like I knew, I knew it wasn't to be laughed at, and like this doesn't mean these are two heartless men. Do you know what I mean? They're really good men, but and they were good lads too. But again, they didn't know. I don't think they fully appreciate. They couldn't separate. Like the ultimate yeah. couldn't sep- well, separate like, the reality from the fiction. And that's of hard progress. because you've got the fiction, like, the fictional TV show, and all of a sudden there's reality thrown into it. Like, yeah, you know, it's very hard. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, I don't have too many WrestleMania memories. Um, but we do have a really good one we like to share, don't we? Yeah. So it was WrestleMania twenty-seven. Well, I mean, The Rock was the host, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, and I can remember. I remember. So, can I just sort of set? Set the scene for me was I was in a horrible relationship at the time. Like, just you hear this a lot from me, but there's only two girlfriends. It feels he's so abused. Yeah, they were just. She was just evil, and uh, and I just remember looking forward to like the rock had just come back, and I'm being like, I was a bit older. I was twenty. I was twenty six because I'm always the year WrestleMania is. So uh, I was twenty six. Easy to remember then, isn't it? Yeah, and I was being so like. Oh, cool, I'm going to start watching this a bit more now. I knew The Rock wasn't going to be on every week, but like, it's cool to see him back. Power Slam actually was, had always said he'll never be back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember one of the lines in a Q&A, when they do the Q&A page, the response was, wrestling fans need to accept The Rock is never coming back. was essentially, I'm paraphrasing maybe, um, but that was the idea. And um, just on your point, yeah. WrestleMania time was always the time of year you could get excited about wrestling again, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and like it was, it was like that, either, like because it was almost like so you hear the term WrestleMania season mm-hmm. used over and over again, and for a long time, so wrestling actually used to be good, believe it or not, <laughs> WWE, um, 
but then like the, it, the, for a long time it went through the motions a lot and then when you hit Survivor Series, you'd be approaching WrestleMania season, then Royal Rumble would happen, then all of a sudden, everything that was on the show had a meaning and a reason. What's really important, and, yeah. And uh, I, do you know what always baffled me? Like, why didn't they just carry it on after WrestleMania, this same focus <laughs> and direction? Yeah. But like, um, but yeah, like, because obviously you can tune into an episode of Raw any time, and it's just, it's just another episode, right? Mm-hmm. But WrestleMania is all that kind of direction. Um, so it was a great time for, like you say, you say, like, oh, I'm going to get back into this. If there's ever a time to get back into it, it would be the, WrestleMania it would be season. Yeah, yeah, they did that big build up with the rock and like all the lights and everything. And I was like, oh, this is actually really quite cool. And uh, so I remember almost like, as I said, I was in this miserable relationship. I had, I had this girl's two brothers living with me in the two spare rooms. I was just like thoroughly miserable. And I just remember really looking forward to this WrestleMania. Despite the fact I think everyone agreed it wasn't really an exciting... It was the Miz and, the uh, Mo- the Miz and John, John Cena, Cena was as a main event. event. The Rock yeah. was the host, um, which I think someone on social media was saying had come up with this theory that by the end of the night, The Rock was going to end up champion, WWE right? champion. Yeah, Because yeah. he's the host, so he's going to put yeah. himself in the match. You know, And I remember just thinking, oh, could you imagine that? How exciting that... And then we all went to your place. Yeah, Port Solent. Yeah, and I remember Luke got all the snacks in. Yeah. Um, and we had like an ironing board full of snacks. We oh, need to try and find that picture. There was like, yeah. there was like uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, yeah. crisps, Doritos, chocolate, it? like everything, yeah, like sweets, mm-hmm. everything you could want, all on an ironing board. Yeah. I think we should do that this year. <laughs> Just sit in a hotel room and watch it. Maybe with all our sweets yeah. be cheaper. Um, yeah. Yeah. So God, it's it was at your house, so. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing let me preface this by saying there's nothing worse than watching you've spoken about obviously your mates who um, were like laughing, you know, laughing through heart. it and yeah. and mates who are talking through a Wrestlemania yeah. like there's nothing worse than watching wrestling with someone who's just going to either belittle it or talk through it all or make stupid comments yeah yeah, <laughs> and yeah. but that's a, but when you're surrounded by six or seven other um Indie wrestlers, for lack of a better term, do you know what I mean, guys? Smart marks. Yeah, do you know, kind of like, kind of, yeah, like you kind of know the ins and outs to a degree. Um, but then there's, yeah. So one of our mutual friends decided to bring along his mate. So yes, he did. Yeah, um, non wrestling mate. I'd never met him, never heard of him. Also, yeah, he's yeah. he's his mate who's a fan of professional wrestling, but not in the wrestling business. Yeah. So yeah. he was the only. Would he be the only person who's not in the business in the room? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe was Luke's brother there as well? No, no, no. he came the following year. Okay. To mine. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, yes, yeah, so he would be the only person there who wasn't involved in the wrestling business, uh-huh. um, which is fine. And again, there's nothing wrong with not knowing what's going on but like he's making comments this the show starts was it the first match yeah it was yeah, yeah so he starts he starts making comments and i remember kind of looking around and kind of maybe looking at luke like what the yeah i can't even think dude? of the i can't even think of like an example of what kind of comments but like but like it's it, like you know it it was almost like we were all talking it's a bit of wrestling snobbery really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah but like it was like we were talking in we were breaking kayfabe, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was in kayfabe, yeah. So it was like, if you ever hear who used to do interviews like properly in kayfabe when they were blatantly speaking, and uh, you know, like so Arn Anderson maybe like so in that Four Horsemen, oh yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. You know, Arn Anderson does a very good job of keeping kayfabe. Yeah. Can I just say, so while you bring that, that's funny you, you mentioned Arn Anderson because I rewatched the other day the Mister Perfect documentary on the WWE Network. Yeah. And then I text my friend Eamon and. 
on voice messenger. And I can't remember the specific reason, but something within it must have been like a long-running joke, which we'd not said for years. And Aaron replied with, yeah, that's right, Kurt took the bucks. So on this WWE-produced documentary, which delves into Kurt's real life, and Iron Anderson's still on there to the bitter end, Kurt, uh, Kurt Hedding took the bucks and joined the NWO. <laughs> which that was the thing we said, Kurt took the, Kurt took the bucks. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, Iron Anderson was still there to the, to the end. So, so this guy's making comments as if, you know, kayfabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like he didn't, it's not what he didn't know. Didn't no, he? but like he was discussing it like we would discuss an episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. When we're like, when Rick did this and when Michonne did that. Yeah, right? yeah. We're not like, oh, when the actor playing Rick Grimes did this, yeah. you know, like, and oh, that acting was oversold. Do you know what sure. I mean? We're not like, so, I, so I'm just assuming he's talking in, like he knows it's a work, but yeah. like he's... Because talk- he was older too. He wasn't like a yeah. kid. Like no. he was our age. Almost, yeah. yeah. And like he's, and he's talking as if... It's a. Well, he was talking as if it was real. As it, yeah, but like, but again, within the realms of, he was talking it the same way I talk about an episode of EastEnders, you know. Yeah. But I'm still like, we're, you know, that's the, that's the point when we're kind of making eyes at each other because it's like it's clear that we are, like you say, wrestling snobbery. It's clear that we're all within the wrestling business and we know it's a work, um, and we're all talking completely openly about, you know, like. Yeah. It being a work. Look at that botch spot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Like wankers. <laughs> um, so, um, and he's just like, you know, making these comments. The eyes are going. And then the end of the match, so Edge wins. Which beats actually, Del Rio. Alberto beats Del Rio. Rio. And that, wasn't that Edge's last match? Yeah, I believe it was, yeah. Um, so he vacated it the next night, right? Yeah, yeah. Which always made me wonder why he didn't just lose. But yeah. I don't know if he didn't find out until the next day. Maybe. But, um, so he beat Del Rio. And at the end, he then smashed up his car. Yeah, Edge and Christian smashed up. Edge and up. Christian, yes, yeah, smashed yeah. up Del Rio's car. Yeah. And like the guy was sitting there, like, his jaw was on the ground. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a Bentley or whatever. Yeah, that's a however many thousand pound car. <laughs> like, oh, my, he's going to be fuming. <laughs> he's lost the match. And in the morning, he's got to get his car <laughs> repaired. Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. like, to our credit, no one said anything. We just kind of logged that. Like yeah. We're going to log that, yeah. and we're going to come back to that later to discuss it on a podcast in a few <laughs> years' time. Years and time. like, and that was the craziness, the craziness of it, right? And I can buy, right? As, so, I can buy talking about it as if it's real because, like I say, that's the way we discuss The Walking Dead. Yeah. So no problem, right? I can also buy um, thinking wrestling might be a shoot. If, you know, at a stretch, you know, yeah. you might just think that, you know, that they're actually, you know, the, the results aren't predetermined. If you don't know, you don't know. But to think that someone would actually drive their real life car yeah. into a building. But you're not 10. Do you know what I mean? If you're yeah. 10, yeah, fair right. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and, but, and as well, but I, I will add as well, is like um, during the conversation, like so before WrestleMania started... There was no sign of him not being smart. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. So, so there we go. I don't think I've ever seen him. I don't think I've seen that guy again. So. <laughs> and we, we were lovely to him. him. Uh, we were lovely to him. It's not oh, like of course, we yeah, 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 him yeah. away. But yeah, yeah, I've never seen or heard from him again. No, no. <coughs> but it'd be cool if we could bring him on. So that's yeah. That was one of our funniest WrestleMania. And especially because really. his mate's a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I never even thought about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, his mate's a wrestler. Yeah. Um, so. And like I say, you never want to have WrestleMania yeah. with with people who are 
you know, aren't going to be good wrestling fans. I remember one year, Andy, you uh, you called me up and you were like, oh, is it all right if... Because it was like just our, you know, me, you, probably Marty and Luke, I guess. Yeah, that's when Marty yeah. pulled my pants down in one Oh, second. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she went mental. <laughs> she, he literally pulled your trousers and boxers down, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but I was at the counter. He was at the counter. Was being served, and Marty yeah. came up behind him and pantsed him. <laughs> and, like, the best thing was that uh, he kind of it took you a, a very long while to kind of note, well, not notice, but he's always like that, that stood there <laughs> naked Time stood in the still, shop. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> she went crazy. That's when we're getting the snacks in because that's important, isn't it? When you're watching wrestling, you've yeah, yeah. you got to have your snacks Doritos in. and dip. WrestleMania snacks are very important. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this year's snacks at WrestleMania. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I always say about, you know, I don't mind watching wrestling with other people. I've got no problem at all with it, but don't ruin my experience, yeah. right? And he's like, oh, you called up, you're like, you always have favourites in the training school, don't you? You go yeah. through little periods of having favourites. And at your time, your favourite was a wrestler called Joe Royal, who's a lovely man. Yeah, right? he's a Marine, former Royal Absolutely Marine. hero, yeah. hero. I've read, like, sincerely, like, and, uh, I wish he was still at it. Like. Yeah, he was, and he was yeah. a very good pro wrestler as well. Yeah. And just a lovely guy to be around, Yeah, right? But I was like... He was just a dad. Daddy ran yeah. the Hillsy Hardware. He's a lovely man. Yeah. Just a lovely man. Just yeah. a local... Like, he's the closest thing that could have been Dusty Rhodes, I think. Yeah. I always say, like, you know, just yeah, a common yeah. man, uh-huh. you know. Um, and uh, and very li- like, just very, very likeable. And you're like, oh, you know, I know you didn't want anyone to come round. But it's all right if uh, Joe Royal comes round. I'm like, yeah, okay, just as long as he, like, you know, understands <laughs> the etiquette. Is not, not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you explain to him before that if any cars are driven into the building, they're not actually the personal belonging of the wrestler driving them. Um, so, uh, so he comes, and then what then pursues is you wind up leaving. I have to leave. Lindsay has a five minutes in. You've not even yeah. had a chance to fall asleep yet. <laughs> no, I, I don't think. I think it was during the pre-show. Um, so you left. So then Joe was uh, your guest, Joe. Yeah was left with us and Joe was drinking and he got pissed like very quickly <laughs> right and then he just falls asleep like maybe the second match of a show falls asleep and he's snoring I've never heard anyone snore as loudly <laughs> in all my life he snored through the entire Wrestlemania and I swear he woke up right at the very end because he goes oh it was good lads wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> and then- that was also the WrestleMania that everyone was expecting nothing from, but it was actually like a brilliant WrestleMania with DX and that Sting and, and, yeah, and yeah. Sting and Triple H. And, yeah. where, where Sting definitely should have won the match. Yeah, but and I was sat there on my phone while my wife was asleep, not very well, next to me. Oh, my Should've, God, he's... he's yeah, good. I was just like... Oh, but do you know what I think that WrestleMania was? I think that WrestleMania was a WrestleMania which live was really good when you didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But I can get almost guarantee you, and I imagine in the stadium it was phenomenal, yeah. but I can almost guarantee you that WrestleMania has not stood the test of time. I've not watched it since, but mm-hmm. I can... Almost. Well, Seth Rollins came out at the end and cashed in money in the bank. Was that? Yeah, he beat Brock and was it Brock and Roman? It was and Brock and Roman. Yeah. yeah, Brock and Roman won. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it. Um, I, th- I, I'm gonna say that um, that WrestleMania won't have stood the test of time. Okay. It's not really been that long, so I don't know if you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the point I'm making. I think if you'd watched it two weeks later, it still wouldn't have been a like. I think your reaction on the night, yeah, because they did a, a good job of playing with your. Emotions, right? Yep. So the reaction on the night um, versus the reaction in real life. Yeah. Like you know, like if you if you're to watch that now, I mean, you're not going to be like, oh my god, 
Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. whereas when you're watching it live and there's all the surprises, you don't know that <laughs> DX is going to come out. You don't know that NWO is going to come out. And even though I feel that um, Sean Walkman should have come out with NWO, then jump to DX, then jump back <laughs> to NWO, <laughs> I think that would have been good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. Cool. All right. Well, that's our WrestleMania memories. I guess we can wrap it up now. Yeah, we probably got more, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a few for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent more time talking about my paper round than I think we did <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania. But Your Dreamcast. Um, probably didn't have, have, have internet access. <laughs> no, Dreamcast definitely did have internet. Uh, okay. For the record. Uh, the only person I knew about was Richard Miller. Dreamcast yeah. was good. You could you could uh, get copied games for Dreamcast. So you didn't even need a chip. You know you had people who had a yeah, chip yeah. PlayStation. Yep. You should have copied games on Dreamcast. That's probably why it went out of business. Yeah, yeah. so people just, just copied the games. Torrent Rev Pro, that's fine then. Because he's just no. So... I I buy all my stuff now. No, no. So do I. I do. I've got Sky. I've got uh, WWE Network, UFC Fight Pass, BT Sport, um, New Japan World, RPWOnDemand.com. Shoot, my free subscription to RPWOnDemand.com ran out, and it's charging me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I, I should get around to getting that one, though. Uh, all the subscription services I have. Yeah. Um. Oh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, all the main ones. Good. So, you support um, it all. Support absolutely, all absolutely. Um, so yeah, cool. All cool. right then. All right, thanks, well, thanks for listening. Make sure to uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter. B O Y S I M M O N Z. It's my goal to be on three thousand followers by Christmas. You know, what? it's my goal. God, to somehow get Hardcore Holly to yeah. New York. So you two can have a one-on-one, <laughs> what one-on-one chat fight? <laughs> he doesn't want any of this. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah follow me on Twitter. Oh, and Instagram. B o y s i m m o n z one nine eight four. Anyway, me on Twitter at a quilden a q u i l d a n and Instagram Andy Quilden. A-N-D-Y-Q-U-I-L-D-A-N. Um, we'll speak to you again next week. Don't forget, we're at London Cockpit this Sunday. That's going to be fun, isn't it? Yep. So, see you there. See you I there. sold out. <laughs> but <laughs> you can watch it on rpwondemand.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll speak to you in another time. Bye. Laters.